Yamaha Canada proudly presents the Angler and Hunter Radio Show, the voice of anglers and hunters. On today's show, the Lake Scugog Fishery with Chris Hockley from Normark, Canada. Taking care in the woods with first aid instructor Kevin Coppins, plus Ontario Out of Doors What's Cooking with Andrew Rochon, the OFAH Fish and Wildlife Corner, MNRF News, and more on today's Angler and Hunter Radio. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge, pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Hi folks, Gord Pizer here. I spend a lot of time in the water, as many as 200 days a season, and my new revolutionary Kingfisher boat gets me to fish quickly and safely, despite the weather. It's all because of the unique Preflex hull design, and the -the state-of-the-art interior meets all my fishing needs. Hey, to learn more about the amazing Kingfisher boats, visit kingfishermultispecies.com. Now, get into your Kingfisher and meet me where the big fish roam. With over 130 years of knife-making excellence, Camillus should be on your next hunt. Adolf Castor began the Camillus Knife Company in 1876, and he utilized expert engineering to ensure the highest precision in his knives. They prove themselves in the harshest conditions because Camillus uses a patented titanium bonding and carbonitride coating process, making them up to 10 times harder than untreated steel. Camillus Knives. Stay sharper. Longer. Weather changes. The forest changes. Conditions change. When seasons change, you have to change with them. For every season, Yukon Gear has you covered. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Are you you concerned about the ingredients in your dog's food? Many animal health and training professionals are advising pet owners to reconsider the use of traditional pet foods. Raw pet food is procured at a human-grade facility ensuring that your pet is consuming safe quality meats. Free from any grain, preservatives and fillers, raw products are 100% natural providing the highest 
degree of nutrition at affordable prices. Improve your dog's health now by visiting raw, that's R-A-W, dot com. Angler and Hunter Radio's Fishing Corner is brought to you by CUDA. Fierce. Tough. Proven. So, uh, growing up, one of my favorite lakes to fish, uh, without a doubt, was Lake Scugog. And uh, the one characteristic of Scugog that I remember was that dingy water. Even in the wintertime, uh, ice fishing for walleyes, I mean, had to be one of the most prolific lakes in Ontario for walleye fishing. Well, things change, times change, um, and fisheries change. And I couldn't think of a better person to get on the radio today to talk about the Lake Scugog fishery than Chris Hockley from Normark, Canada. How are you doing, Chris? I am just awesome. And in fact, uh, talking about my favorite lake, you know, it's it's definitely Scugog. In fact, I traveled 2,000 miles to get back to it, moving back <laughs> to South Carolina. Yeah, that's a long that's a long drive. Yeah, a lot of people are going to look at you strange, like, you came back for that? Like, I sure did. I just love the lake. Yeah, yeah, me too. And, and just to give the listeners a little bit of history in case they're not, uh, you know, acquainted with uh, Lake Scugog, uh, for years, top-notch walleye fishery, uh, incredible ice fishing, really can't say enough about it. Something went wrong, the walleye population's uh, in decline, and there's a moratorium on fishing for walleye, which simply means you can't fish for them anymore. Um, that doesn't mean that the fishery isn't great for other fish. Uh, what do you see that's different out there now, Chris, from, you know, prior to this uh, this problem? Well, you know, the, one of the things is uh, anybody who's ever fished Gugog knows that it's a weedy lake. It's a shallow, eutrophic lake. Um, I mean, the average depth is four, four and a half feet, so it's it's a shallow lake, um, and it, it does get full of weeds, and it, it frustrates a lot of anglers because of those weeds. But it's also been, typically, it's always been a stained lake. I mean, stained even muddy, and, and uh, it's... You know, we've seen a huge, huge increase in uh, zebra mussels over the last little bit, starting in the winter. Um, you know, we started seeing them, but it's cleared the water up. I mean, in fact, until what I see, it was about last week when, uh, you know, we've had a real major algae bloom. Uh, it was so clear. I mean, you could see down, you know, six, eight, ten feet. It was crazy in the deeper spots. Wow. Yeah, so it's really changed the... Um, the lake because you know typically those fish will move up shallower than what they normally would in clear water you know when they're feeding aggressively because you know they have the advantage of that uh, that muddy water but that's not the case and so they stick themselves a little further into those weeds and you just got to pick them out right right and we're, we're you know I mean, we're talking about some some bass fishing musky fishing uh, pan fish and that sort of thing I'd encourage anybody who's fishing on that lake or at least remind them. Uh, don't walleye fish. Don't attempt to catch walleye. It's uh, not legal right now. And just in case they didn't know, because, you know, sometimes we just uh, don't uh, get updated as quick as we'd like to on these laws. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right, Randy, and, and it's it's uh, difficult to see that, the, you know, I've, I've been out on the lake a lot this year, and, and there's definitely some people targeting them. Um, but I'm, I'm happy to report that that's not the norm. Uh, most people are leaving the fish alone, and, and it's good because there are fish there. Um, there is, uh, in fact, quite quite large walleye there, but that's the issue. There, the recruitment they they estimate uh, with the Ministry of Natural Resources uh, uh, has estimated that there's been no uh, spawning success over the last decade, and so that's really the issue. Is and that's where you know I'm involved with the uh, the, the Scugog Lake Stewards and uh, of course the Ontario Federation Anglers and Hunters, the Ministry of Natural Resources. All of them are involved uh, in in trying to come up with a plan, you know, hey, what's wrong? 
and how do we bring this back? And it's not going to be an overnight solution. Um, it's something that, you know, you're looking at. It'll be, I hate to put even a timeline on it, it'll be some time before we start seeing recruitment and then those fish getting big enough that, you know, we could potentially look at reopening the lake for walleye fishing. Right, right. Yeah, and, and um, you know, this is something that's, like you say, is going to take some time. The uh, lake stewards have obviously uh, been, uh, you know, hands on the, on the ground, active, uh, doing assessments, working hard, and lately uh, uh, working a little bit with these uh, this new project. What can you tell the listeners about what you're working on and maybe some of uh, the pitfalls that you've run into? You know, it, it's a fantastic group of uh, very, very active and concerned people uh, on the lake, and I'm super happy to be involved with them because, you know, I got into it, and it's, you know, I mean, you and I are the same. It's fishing, fishing, fishing. All I care about is the fish. I don't care about, you know, this uh, bluescaping or, you know, the, the gray water or, you know, I mean, in this case, runoff or, or you know, leaky uh, septic tanks, all those things. It's all about fish, 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 and they've opened my eyes to, yeah, yeah, it's about fish, but, you know, way back here is what's causing a lot of the issues, and it, and it's, we have a major project. We have uh, some very, very uh, talented and educated people in the uh, the organization that are working at grants. Um, we've uh, just been approved for a major project in uh, the Port Perry Bay where they're going to be dredging a significant area of it, and then there's going to be a whole layout of, uh, you know, a wetland created and a walkway out, uh, you know, right on the, uh, uh, in fact, out onto the water. Um so there's a it's a really big project. It's really exciting because a number of things. One is, uh, I think they figure in the studies we've seen, more than 30% of the sulfate and stuff that flows into the lake comes in just at that Port Perry Bay. It's running off the causeway. It's coming in from town, and that's what's going to filter it. And then this dredging is going to, you know, we're looking at you know depths of 10 feet. <laughs> which is wow that's which deep is, for scugok it sure is i mean we're talking blue ocean stuff i mean it's uh, <laughs> don't go away we will return with more angler and hunter radio no matter what the terrain no matter the weather you head out challenge accepted whether you're hunting or fishing yamaha has the atv side-by-side outboard or generator to rise to the challenge Pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Hi folks, Gord Pizer here. I spend a lot of time in the water, as many as 200 days a season, and my new revolutionary Kingfisher boat gets me to fish quickly and safely, despite the weather. It's all because of the unique Preflex hull design, and the -the state-of-the-art interior meets all my fishing needs. Hey, to learn more about the amazing Kingfisher boats, visit kingfishermultispecies.com. Now get into your Kingfisher and meet me where the big fish roam. With over 130 years of knife-making excellence, Camillus should be on your next hunt. Adolph Castor began the Camillus Knife Company in 1876, and he utilized expert engineering to ensure the highest precision in his knives. They prove themselves in the harshest conditions because Camillus uses a patented titanium bonding and carbonitride coating process, making them up to 10 times harder than untreated steel. Camillus knives stay sharper, longer. Weather changes. The forest changes. 
Conditions change. When seasons change, you have to change with them. For every season, Yukon Gear has you covered. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X-Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line, Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Welcome back to my chat with Chris Hockley from Normark, Canada, on the Lake Scugog Fishery. Especially with the causeway and uh, and being a fish sanctuary, I mean these improvements are it, it, they're very expensive projects, but it'll be very positive for the lake, and it'll be very very interesting to see how it does affect um, you know from spawning habitats, which of course are, is a big part of that uh, for all the different species, and uh, of course improvements to the lake. It's not just you know a um, an aesthetic thing where we're going to add in a, a walkway out onto the lake. I mean, this is this is uh, serious conservation work, and and it's exciting to be a part of it to see this coming together for Port Perry. Yeah, yeah. And um, recently, some some bad news on uh, on on one of your projects in terms of some vandalism that you'd like to talk about. Yeah, you know, we uh, the, again the lake stewards, uh, the OFH, the Ministry of Natural Resources, all worked together in uh, 2016 to put together. Uh, a number of uh, individuals who would go out and, and actually check every night during the spawn for um, the numbers of, of walleye that would record the conditions, the water temperatures, and um, what the goal was was to, you know, are there still walleye here? And the big answer was, of course, yes, they are. Um, the, the next thing, of course, is are they spawning? Yes, they were. And then we identified the major spawning areas. The, the next year, which, of course, was this year, um, in the in the, um, the spring during the spawn, they were going to put out uh, these what they call egg baskets, where they were actually going to capture the eggs. So now that we know they're in here, now that we know that they're spawning, let's just check to see uh, the viability of the eggs. And unfortunately, the ministry put these uh, these baskets out with floats with clearly identified MNR on them, and uh, some basket case cut them all down. Really. Really? Yeah, so we didn't get a single one left. I, I don't know, you know, I I, <laughs> I don't want to put words into uh, uh, somebody who's willing to vandalize stuff like that, but I, I don't know if they fully understood what was going on, if they thought that they were just nets that were down. I don't know. Uh, it's hard to justify, but unfortunately we've lost an entire year because we've got to wait until next year's spawn to be able to capture those eggs again. Wow. Um, but, you know, it, that being the sad story of it, uh, the group has come together and said, look, we've lost a year on the spawn, but there's other things that we can do. And now that we've identified these spawning areas, 
let's start looking at rehabilitation. And, and uh, I got a chance to be on the water, actually, with uh, uh, Tyler Harrington from the, the Lake Stewards this, uh, just this week and uh, Tom Brook from the OFAH. And that was the, uh, the goal of the day, was to get out onto some of these areas that are spawning and say, okay, how do we uh, start rehabilitating them? And Tom's going to put together a full proposal. Uh, we have pictures, uh, underwater photography uh, of these areas, and I'm really, really excited about uh, the town coming together. And again, really isolating. You know, what is it? Just putting gravel down. What is it we need to do to, you know, to uh, bring back these spawning areas? Because I, I really believe that's a, a key part of this whole issue that we've seen of the, the de- decrease in walleye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anything our listeners can do to help with this cause. You know, I think the biggest thing is just making sure that, uh, uh, one, is it, just be aware of what's going on. Don't fish for a walleye. It, it can be tempting. Uh, it's something that everybody, you know, anybody who's fished on Lake Scugog, it's been well known for walleye. Um, and, uh, you know, they can be easy to pick off. Uh, just leave them alone, as we talked about earlier. But one of the best ways is get involved. If uh, You know, you don't have to be a resident to be involved with uh, uh, with the Lake Stewards with the Ontario Federation Anglers and Hunters. I mean, there are two organizations that are working so hard for this, and I mean spearheading the entire thing. The ministry's working with us, of course, on, on everything and, and uh, making sure we're, we're doing the right stuff. But, I mean, the, the grunt work, the, the initiative really has been taken uh, by those two parties. And, and get involved. Become a member. And, uh, you know, there's, there's certainly going to be more and more um, work that we're going to need help with and uh, we'll keep a list of, of those people who are interested, and uh, you can get directly involved. Uh, there's some cool projects going. Yeah, so you can call the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. You can look up the uh, Lakes Gugog Lake Stewards, uh, maybe get in touch with Chris Hockley on uh, social media. He's always on there showing all these great fish that he catches in the lake, lots of bass, musky. Hey, panfish, you want to have a good fish fry and catch some bluegills? I'm sure Chris will attest to the fact that there's lots of other fish to catch in that lake. Yeah, there sure is, and one of both of our favorites is bass. Yeah, and we've the fishing for bass this year, both largemouth and smallmouth. Yes, smallmouth on Lake Scugog. Yeah, uh, has been fantastic. Uh, it's it's different. The water is very very high, um, much higher than what it's been in the past, and uh, uh, you know that it's all those areas. I, I was just talking to a good friend of mine uh, who does a lot of fishing uh, in the industry as well, and. And told them, you know, if you're going to be out in the lake, think of it as the lake from the 1980s. It's fishing the same way. Those bays that are typically dry, high and dry at this point are still, uh, you're still fishable. And, uh, I mean, the bass fishing's been great. The smallies uh, have been a lot of fun. Uh, if you can find them and get on them, there's some big fish there. Yeah, so there you go. Um, anything to add, Chris? You know, one of the things you and I were talking about a little bit was uh, I've, I got a chance to, to be running this new Lund Renegade, and uh, I'm having so much fun. You know, Randy, one of the things is especially coming back to my favorite lake and and uh, the lake that I have so much history on as a kid is getting back to your roots. It's a smaller Lund boat, but this thing will get you up into shallow water. It rides great. It, it fishes awesome. It holds all my gear. And, you know, you and I were talking about fishing these smaller boats. It, it's a lot of fun, and, it, and it's... Uh, you know, especially on a fishery like Scugog, where you can get into some shallow water, it can put the, uh, uh, you know, an ace up your sleeve or the, the odds in your favor of getting some of these fish, too. Yeah, because they'll go in such shallow water. And uh, and just to update everybody, I was talking to Chris about how our, 
big 20-foot bass boat just didn't want to go shallow enough in the last tournament we fished. That was my excuse. I always have an excuse, as you know. Um, <laughs> but you know what? If we had that Lund Renegade, I'm sure we would have done a lot better. Well, it's either that or you just need to cut back on how much lunch you're bringing. <laughs> <laughs> That'll never happen, my friend. <laughs> this is why we get along so well. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for giving us some information on Lake Scugog. Chris Hockley from Normar, Canada. More Angler and Hunter Radio when we return after these important words. Angler and Hunter Radio's Outdoor Quiz is brought to you by Yozuri. Fish the best. Do all Ontario residents require a fishing license? The answer when we return after these messages. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge, pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Mike Miller here from Angler and Hunter Television. Aquatic invasive species and fish-killing diseases like VHS threaten the health of Lake Simcoe. By taking two minutes to clean, drain, and dry your boat, every time you take it out of the water, you will help stop the spread of aquatic invasive species into Lake Simcoe and other water bodies in Ontario. For more information, contact the Invading Species Hotline at 1-800-563-7711 or visit invadingspecies.com. A message from Ontario's Invading Species Awareness Program as part of the Operation Boat Clean Campaign. Out with the old, in with the new. The free Scout Look Hunting app allows you to save unlimited hunting locations to view pinpoint, detailed weather forecasts. It employs our proprietary wind mapping technology, scent cone and set zone, putting you on the X to kill more bucks, bulls, and birds. Identify hot spots for hammering gobblers, log game activity to establish lethal patterns, and with global access, Scout Look knows no boundaries. Download the Scout Look Hunting app today. Do what you love. That's good advice, and it sounds easy, but the question is, how? The answer could be at the School of Environmental and Natural Resource Sciences at Fleming College in Lindsay. Choose from over 25 programs like Fish and Wildlife Technician, Conservation and Environmental Law Enforcement, or Aquaculture. It's the number one Canadian college for grads working in environmental and natural resources careers. Do what you love. Start by checking out your options at FlemingCollege.ca. I love these hunting trips, but the kids miss me and my wife worries about us being safe. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I bought a Spot Gen 3 for this trip to keep in touch with my girls. That's a satellite messenger, right? Yep. Spot sends my GPS coordinates via satellite right to my family's email or phone. They click on the message and see where I am. I can use it in emergencies to signal for help as well. Spot has rescued over 4,700 adventurers already. Sounds good. Looks small, too. Where do I pick one up? Visit findmespot.com slash hunter today to get all of the details and to find your local dealer. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. 
These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Angler and Hunter Radio's Outdoor Quiz is brought to you by Yozuri. Fish the best. Do all Ontario residents require a fishing license? No, not all residents do. You don't need one if you're under the age of 18 or over the age of 65. Confirmation of that can be found in the fishing regulations. Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters Fish and Wildlife Corner. Brought to you by Quebec Outfitters. Joining us today from uh, the Fish and Wildlife Department is the Fish and Wildlife Information Liaison uh, person, Andrea Vandenberg from the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. How are you doing, Andrea? I'm great, thanks. I have a question for you. Why hunt? Like, why why do people go hunting? Well, there's a lot of different reasons. Um, hunting brings together friends and families. It provides different uh, types of nutritious food. It also pays for conservation. Uh, we can honor our heritage uh, with hunting, and uh, it also offers a chance to pass down traditions. Hunting also develops uh, survival skills and provides a chance to experience ecosystems, habitats, and game species up close and personal. Hunters are also part of these ecosystems rather than apart from them, which w is one of the reasons why eating wild game is so rewarding for hunters. For many, hunting is the common denominator that connects them with the food they eat, their environment, their family and friends, and especially themselves. So hunting is really not just something that we do, but it's a part of who we are. You're right. You know, it is a big part, and it's part of our heritage along with uh, Indigenous people. It's something that goes back uh, generations and generations. I think that... Uh, uh, you know, being human is being tactile and being interactive, and that's something that develops empathy, emotion, and uh, character in people. You know, and n not saying anything against uh, social media, because we all love that too. But, uh, you know, hunting does provide more than a uh, two-dimensional opportunity for uh, people to get involved with. Now, walking around in the woods with a firearm, many people would say that that is, uh, could be hazardous to your health. Is it safe? Or? Well, it's a great question. Um, just looking back uh, in history, back in uh, 1957, Ontario became the first Canadian province to establish a hunter safety training course. And then in 1960, hunter safety training became mandatory in Ontario. So today, uh, to become a hunter in Ontario, you must successfully complete the hunter safety training and the Canadian firearms safety course. And just interesting to note, um, that according to Statistics Canada, hunting is statistically safer than golf, horseback riding, bicycling, baseball, swimming, and even boating. And also, hunters play a really important role in reducing uh, vehicle collisions with wildlife. So a, a lot of uh, positive things there in the safety aspect. Uh, I've read the same reports, and uh, yeah, hunting is extremely safe, and in Ontario especially, with our programs, uh, we have uh, the best, one of the best safety programs in actually North America. So with, with that being said, when you're hunting, obviously when you harvest an animal, there's one less in the population. And face value, one would say that there's nothing, that there's nothing that would show that a hunter would be a conservationist if they're taking animals out of the uh, population. But I think that that's an arguable point. So with that being said, is it, is hunting considered to be a 
conservation type activity? How how could you substantiate that? Well, hunters, anglers, and trappers were the ones that demanded the first game laws. And they also pay for wildlife management through their uh, licenses and their game seals. So the money that they spend on those things gets reinvested into habitat improvement, enforcement, science, and education in the province. Hunters also donate their own time and resources to conservation projects that help our lands and wildlife. Hunters also contribute to wildlife research by completing harvest reports and providing wildlife samples to scientists. The research is used by wildlife biologists to inform those management decisions. Don't go away. We will return with more Angler and Hunter Radio. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge. Pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Did you know four species of invasive fish known as Asian carps are threatening to invade the Great Lakes? These fish have the potential to devour the food sources and habitat our native fish depend on and negatively impact our ability to enjoy our lakes and rivers. Help prevent the introduction of Asian carps. Report sightings to the Invading Species Hotline at 1-800-563-7711 or visit invadingspecies.com. A message from Ontario's Invading Species Awareness Program. Out with the old, in with the new. The free Scout Look hunting app allows you to save unlimited hunting locations to view pinpoint detailed weather forecasts. It employs our proprietary wind mapping technology, scent cone and set zone, putting you on the X to kill more bucks, bulls and birds. Identify hot spots for hammering gobblers, log game activity to establish lethal patterns. And with global access, Scout Look knows no boundaries. Download the Scout Look hunting app today. Do what you love. That's good advice, and it sounds easy, but the question is, how? The answer could be at the School of Environmental and Natural Resource Sciences at Fleming College in Lindsay. Choose from over 25 programs like Fish and Wildlife Technician, Conservation and Environmental Law Enforcement, or Aquaculture. It's the number one Canadian college for grads working in environmental and natural resources careers. Do what you love. Start by checking out your options at FlemingCollege.ca. I love these hunting trips, but the kids miss me and my wife worries about us being safe. Yeah, I know what you mean. I bought a Spot Gen 3 for this trip to keep in touch with my girls. That's a satellite messenger, right? Yep. Spot sends my GPS coordinates via satellite right to my family's email or phone. They click on the message and see where I am. I can use it in emergencies to signal for help as well. Spot has rescued over 4,700 adventurers already. Sounds good. Looks small, too. Where do I pick one up? Visit findmespot.com slash hunter today to get all of the details and to find your local dealer. If Quebec isn't on your outdoor adventure bucket list, it should be. No hassle and supremely affordable hunting and fishing adventures are waiting right next door. Discover great destinations for hunting big game and unique fishing adventures for brook trout, Atlantic salmon, pike and walleye. What is it that draws so many hunters and fishermen to Quebec? See for yourself at www.hunting/fishing.quebec and start planning your next trip. 
Let a Quebec outfitter be your guide and enjoy the journey. www.hunting-fishing.quebec Welcome to Angler and Hunter Radio. You're listening to Andrea Vandenberg from the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters and her talk about the importance of our hunting heritage. Yeah, and that's uh, some some great facts about how um, hunters were the original conservationists, still are, and probably pay for most of it. Um, in addition to that, uh, hunters have a very good knowledge of uh, nature, ecosystems, and their balance, and you know they know what to harvest and what not to harvest in order to keep that sustainability. And with that being said. Is hunting sustainable currently? Like you know, in, let's just talk about Ontario. Is is this some something that's affecting populations in a negative negative way, or is it sustainable? Well, hunters follow very strict science-based rules and regulations that ensure healthy wildlife populations, while allowing for some animals to be harvested. That's the whole idea of sustainability. So by following these regulations today, it means that wildlife will be available for tomorrow. I've talked to a lot of members of the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters that are between the ages of 90 and 100 years old, and they like to tell me stories about their uh, camps, and uh, uh, one particular gentleman was telling me how one time he shot an 18-point buck, which I found really cool, still has the uh, antlers at the uh, camp. Um, Growing that old is something that I don't know if I'll manage, Andrea, but uh, will hunting help that? Is it healthy to go hunting? Uh, some some examples. Well, for me, uh, fitness is an important part of my life, but hunting is both physically and mentally challenging. Hunters are walking over long distances, over um, different types of terrain, um, usually climbing something like a tree stand. We're carrying heavy different types of equipment while we're out there. Um, you have to be staying still for long periods of time, which can uh, take a lot of concentration and focus. Uh, you need to be using problem-solving skills and have creative thinking. So being outdoors actually lowers stress. It allows you to kind of unplug from the daily grind, uh, provides fresh air and oxygen to your body. It exposes you to the sun and vitamin D and can provide an adrenaline rush, which kickstarts your body to produce energy. Wild game meat helps supplement grocery bills, and it also provides lean, free-range protein for meals. So just as an example, to compare uh, venison, which is deer meat, versus lean beef, three ounces of venison has 134 calories and three grams of fat, whereas three ounces of lean beef has 247 calories and 15 grams of fat. If we want to lose some weight, maybe we should consider the hunting diet. That'd be interesting, eh? Maybe, maybe we just collect up some sort of a uh, an index where you can eat so much. Uh, you, you said three ounces of venison. For me, like three ounces. Like, can I eat like sixteen ounces? That's a pound, right? No. <laughs> but yeah, maybe a great way to uh, get yourself back into some good shape. So, anything to add, to Andrea? Um, just to kind of wrap things up, uh, I think it's important to note to uh, audiences at kind of outside of the outdoors community that um, our hunting story is not always well known or well understood, but it is a story that's fueled by a sincere passion for wildlife and conservation. So we often uh, encourage folks to um, get out there and uh, even uh, experience hunting or um, go out with somebody to kind of walk through and see what it's like to, to be a hunter. And um, if you're interested in kind of seeing a video of uh, sort of um, what hunting is all about, we encourage you to watch Telling Our Story, 
which is um, a story about uh, our hunter, the hunter's perspective and the angler's perspective and how we contribute to, uh, to wildlife management. Yeah, so for sure, look that up, um, Telling Our Story, and you can find out a lot more information, too, at ofah.org. Thank you so much, Andrea Vandenberg, Fish and Wildlife Information Liaison with uh, the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters Fish and Wildlife Corner, brought to you by Quebec Outfitters. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge, pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Did you know four species of invasive fish, known as Asian carps, are threatening to invade the Great Lakes? These fish have the potential to devour the food sources and habitat our native fish depend on and negatively impact our ability to enjoy our lakes and rivers. Help prevent the introduction of Asian carps. Report sightings to the Invading Species Hotline at 1-800-563-7711 or visit invadingspecies.com. A message from Ontario's Invading Species Awareness Program. Out with the old, in with the new. The free Scout Look hunting app allows you to save unlimited hunting locations to view pinpoint detailed weather forecasts. It employs our proprietary wind mapping technology, scent cone and set zone, putting you on the X to kill more bucks, bulls and birds. Identify hot spots for hammering gobblers, log game activity to establish lethal patterns. And with global access, Scout Look knows no boundaries. Download the Scout Look hunting app today. Do what you love. That's good advice, and it sounds easy, but the question is, how? The answer could be at the School of Environmental and Natural Resource Sciences at Fleming College in Lindsay. Choose from over 25 programs like Fish and Wildlife Technician, Conservation and Environmental Law Enforcement, or Aquaculture. It's the number one Canadian college for grads working in environmental and natural resources careers. Do what you love. Start by checking out your options at FlemingCollege.ca. I love these hunting trips, but the kids miss me and my wife worries about us being safe. Yeah, I know what you mean. I bought a Spot Gen 3 for this trip to keep in touch with my girls. That's a satellite messenger, right? Yep. Spot sends my GPS coordinates via satellite right to my family's email or phone. They click on the message and see where I am. I can use it in emergencies to signal for help as well. Spot has rescued over 4,700 adventurers already. Sounds good. Looks small, too. Where do I pick one up? Visit findmespot.com slash hunter today to get all of the details and to find your local dealer. If Quebec isn't on your outdoor adventure bucket list, it should be. No hassle and supremely affordable hunting and fishing adventures are waiting right next door. Discover great destinations for hunting big game and unique fishing adventures for brook trout, Atlantic salmon, pike and walleye. What is it that draws so many hunters and fishermen to Quebec? See for yourself at www.hunting-fishing.quebec and start planning your next trip. Let a Quebec outfitter be your guide and enjoy the journey. www.hunting-fishing.quebec Are you concerned about the ingredients in your dog's food? Many animal health and training professionals are advising pet owners to reconsider the use of traditional pet foods. Raw pet food is procured at a human-grade facility ensuring 
that your pet is consuming safe, quality meats. Free from any grain, preservatives, and fillers, raw products are 100% natural, providing the highest degree of nutrition at affordable prices. Improve your dog's health now by visiting raw, that's R-A-W, dot com. What's Cooking with Andrew Roshaw, brought to you by Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. Okay, one of my favorite fish to eat is, without a doubt, yellow perch. And they're plentiful in Ontario, easy to catch, and um, I guess uh, uh, there's several different ways of preparing them. But for today, we've uh, got Andrew Roshan. How are you doing, Andrew? Good, Randy. How are you doing? Good, good. I, I'm I'm starting to get hungry just thinking about uh, uh, some perch. Well, that's good. Uh, I agree with you on that one. Yellow perch are hands down one of my favorite eaten fish. You know, they have that kind of walleye quality to them, but uh, with a pretty generous, um, you know, limit. Uh, you can absolutely keep your freezer filled with them and enjoy them as, as much as you want if you know how to find them. But, uh, yeah, definitely uh, one of the better quality eating fish out there. So they've got, they've got that fine white meat. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, as far as characteristics go and cooking techniques, what, what would uh, you recommend for, for them? Well, like, like I said, they're, they're uh, relative to the walleye, so they do have similar characteristics. You know, a little firmer, but a nice, uh, light, clear, uh, white fresh fish. And um, I like to fry them, like just like uh, my dad used to do with walleye and perch. You know, he'd, he'd coat his in a bit of cornflakes and just fry them in some oil with some, some baked beans and lemon. That's how I grew up eating those fish, so nice. I, don't, I don't stray too far. But one of my uh, favorite things, and a recipe that you could have uh, found in uh, the 2016 one issue of uh, Ontario Out of Doors, I did um, yellow perch tacos, and it's it's one of my favorite. Everyone's loving fish tacos these days, and I, my wife and myself absolutely enjoy them. Uh, so basically, I fillet them, boneless, skinless uh, perch fillets. I basically just put it in a flour, uh, egg wash, and then into panko breadcrumbs, which are a nice, crunchy Japanese breadcrumb. And then I fry those, served with a little fresh tomato salsa, some cilantro, and, and a, a corn tortilla, and I couldn't think of a better way to eat them. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll have to try that sometime. Absolutely. So where can our listeners find out more of your recipes? So I'm the food editor of Ontario Outdoors Magazine, and you'd be able to find my original recipes and some other tips and tricks on cooking um, in the magazine, in each issue of the magazine. Or you can go to www.oodmag.com forward slash cooking, and you'll be able to follow with some of the recipes. And Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much. Hey, you're welcome. What's Cooking with Andrew Roshan, brought to you by Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge. Pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Hi folks, Gord Pizer here. I spend a lot of time on the water, as many as 200 days a season, and my new revolutionary Kingfisher boat gets me to fish quickly and safely, despite the weather. It's all because of the unique Preflex hull design, and the state-of-the-art interior meets all my fishing needs. Hey, to learn more about the amazing Kingfisher boats, visit kingfishermultispecies.com. Now get into your Kingfisher and meet me where the big fish roam. With over 130 years of knife-making excellence, Camillus should be on your next hunt. 
Adolf Castor began the Camillus Knife Company in 1876, and he utilized expert engineering to ensure the highest precision in his knives. They prove themselves in the harshest conditions because Camillus uses a patented titanium bonding and carbonitride coating process, making them up to 10 times harder than untreated steel. Camillus knives stay sharper, longer. Weather changes. The forest changes. Conditions change. When seasons change, you have to change with them. For every season, Yukon Gear has you covered. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X-Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line, Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Are you concerned about the ingredients in your dog's food? Many animal health and training professionals are advising pet owners to reconsider the use of traditional pet foods. Raw pet food is procured at a human-grade facility ensuring that your pet is consuming safe, quality meats. Free from any grain, preservatives, and fillers, raw products are 100% natural, providing the highest degree of nutrition at affordable prices. Improve your dog's health now by visiting RAW, that's R-A-W, dot com. Angler and Hunter Radio's Hunting Corner is brought to you by Camillus, quality knives since 1876. So in the uh, curriculum for our Ontario Hunter Education uh, course, uh, there's a chapter on first aid, taking care of yourself in the woods. And it is recommended that if somebody's going to take up uh, the... Uh, the activity of hunting, it's recommended that they take a uh, first aid course or at least have a good knowledge of how to take care of themselves should uh, something happen to them when they're uh, when they're afield. Uh, for today's show, we have a first aider and a first aid uh, trainer, Kevin Coppins, here with us today. How are you doing, Kevin? Hey, Randy. I'm well. How about yourself? Good, good, good. So first, you know what, Kevin? I never took my first aid course with you, but the, I have to tell you, when I took it, it was just so long. It was on it was on Labor Day weekend, and it uh, it just seemed to go on for. Are they all that long? Like three days long? Depending on the course, there's two options with regard to WSIB approval. One called emergency first aid. It includes Chinese Sun component of CPR that can be cleaned up in one day. But if a standard day first aid course is mandated in your workplace, or with regard to your risk in the in the field, then it's a two day course. Standard first aid with some component of CPR, whether it be adult, child, or infant. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, fairly day. 
it, it, day. It's a 16-hour course. It, yeah, well, it took us three days, and um, CPRC, and um, they had the little plastic babies, and I think I handled that little plastic baby more than I handled my own babies. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no, a, a great course, very, very thorough. Um, I'm told that when you renew the course within a certain time period, you don't have to take it as long. But it's not about how long or anything like that. It's the commitment to keeping yourself others, uh, yourself and others safe uh, when you're in the woods. Um, so the training component itself, uh, can you break it down for us? Give us a little bit of idea what we'll be taking during this course. Oh, during the course, first off, I suppose we'll be recognizing you know, somebody who's who became suddenly ill or suddenly injured in the outdoors and then giving you the tools or confidence to be able to deal with that, make sure it's not a life threat. So there's some guidelines with regard to first aid and that's to prevent the illness or injury from becoming worse and the second one, preserve life. So a lot of, a lot of ailments can become life-threatening and no way do we want to be part of it. So things like severe bleeds, uh, respiratory distress, including Heart attack is one that we can possibly recognize. Uh, lots of other ailments with regard to fevers and flus and convulsions and that sort of thing. And we on, often run into, excuse me, underlying medical conditions that we don't generally recognize. So somebody with something like diabetes and such, we don't have a few tools in the toolbox to be able to help deal with that as well. Right, and you know what? You're absolutely right, and I've I've, I've actually come across that. I've come across uh, a diabetic who uh, was his blood sugar was very very low, um, very very he talked very very slowly, and uh, was easily agitated. Also came across somebody who was hypothermic before, and they actually acted as though they were um, intoxicated. So, so you know, really, without taking this course, you wouldn't you wouldn't know you you wouldn't know maybe you would just think they were intoxicated or they were agitated for no reason at all. Absolutely, uh, with regard to diabetic illnesses, the sense that somebody may be drunk because of slurring speech and their inability to to move easily is compromised. So often, impairment is considered a, a reason that somebody is doing what they're doing when it is an underlying medical condition of some sort. More Angler and Hunter Radio when we return after these important words. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge. Pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Did you know that the seeds of invasive plants can easily be transported to new areas in mud on the tires of all-terrain vehicles? Help to stop the spread of invasive plants by staying on designated trails and cleaning mud and debris from the tires of your ATV between trips. For more information, contact the Invading Species Hotline at 1-800-563-7711 or visit invadingspecies.com. A message from Ontario's Invading Species Awareness Program. 
Out with the old, in with the new. The free Scout Look hunting app allows you to save unlimited hunting locations to view pinpoint detailed weather forecasts. It employs our proprietary wind mapping technology, scent cone and set zone, putting you on the X to kill more bucks, bulls and birds. Identify hot spots for hammering gobblers, log game activity to establish lethal patterns. And with global access, Scout Look knows no boundaries. Download the Scout Look hunting app today. I love these hunting trips, but the kids miss me, and my wife worries about us being safe. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I bought a Spot Gen 3 for this trip to keep in touch with my girls. That's a satellite messenger, right? Yep. Spot sends my GPS coordinates via satellite right to my family's email or phone. They click on the message and see where I am. I can use it in emergencies to signal for help as well. Spot has rescued over 4,700 adventurers already. Sounds good. Looks small, too. Where do I pick one up? Visit findmespot.com slash hunter today to get all of the details and to find your local dealer. If Quebec isn't on your outdoor adventure bucket list, it should be. No hassle and supremely affordable hunting and fishing adventures are waiting right next door. Discover great destinations for hunting big game and unique fishing adventures for brook trout, Atlantic salmon, pike and walleye. What is it that draws so many hunters and fishermen to Quebec? See for yourself at www.hunting-fishing.quebec and start planning your next trip. Let a Quebec outfitter be your guide and enjoy the journey. www.hunting-fishing.quebec Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala x Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line, Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Welcome back. You're listening to my chat with Kevin Coppins on first aid and first aid instruction. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's important uh, there again, not only to be able to recognize symptoms in other people, but also in yourself. And I, I can, I can tell you with the, with the greatest honesty that when I'm out in my tree stand in December and I start to get those uncontrollable shivers, I do know that that's number two on the hypothermic, uh, uh, chart and that I need to get back to my cabin and get warmed up regardless of whether the hunting's good or whether there's a big deer coming I can't leave this any longer because I know that this I could be in peril if I do indeed hypothermia some call it exposure it's still number one killer in the outdoors and believe it or not most often it doesn't happen in extreme cold weather we get days that are quite comfortable to be out we combine that with a bit of wind and a bit of moisture it sucks the body core temperature down and can leave us in a bad way. And as you said, when that shivering approaches the uncontrollable state, that'll be one of the last symptoms we'll ever recognize as a victim of hypothermia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then there's hy- uh, there's hypothermia. Am I correct in saying hypothermia? Hypo is uh, is uh, is a correct term. Yep. Uh, to our fall bear hunt now that starts in and around the you know the last week of August, uh, Labor Day weekend, that sort of thing. Um, it gets pretty hot in early September. Well, heat-related illnesses can still impact us for sure. Uh, physical condition of our cells, you know, has to be taken into consideration anytime we're out there to, to guard against both situations. Well-rested, well-caloried, and certainly working within our limitations becomes fairly important. Right, right. Now, um, 
is in terms of taking the course and the you know it, it is a small commitment in time. Uh, in terms of money, what's the commitment? And you know, if you want to take the full you know sixteen-hour uh, course. Well, sixteen-hour courses. Most organizations will do them between one hundred and one hundred and seventy-five dollars. Uh, with that, we have the five old or the four old traditional ones: St. John Ambulance, Red Cross, Life Saving Society, and Ski Patrol. And once again, WSIB kind of dictates the content of the course and the time that we spend on them. So there's been a few other authorized providers. We do have a new member as a provider to the list now. The Heart and Stroke Foundation recently kicked out a first aid program as well and often not recognized. They were kind of the leaders with regard to resuscitation, so heart-related ailments and such, but now have first aid available as well as these other authorized providers. Very, very good. So um, where would people be able to go and find, would you just Google first aid course, or is it something that you would look specifically at the actual carrier? If you look up first aid courses, you will get you will get a list, both both private sector providers and, and those five that we had mentioned earlier. Absolutely easy to find, and there's no trouble finding courses in your community. Finding one to attend quick enough, if you left it, to a job-related deadline or a school program that you need it for might be tough, but by all means, I'd certainly recommend anybody take a course. Yeah, and so would I, and I would encourage our listeners, even if you're not hunters, if you spend some time in the outdoors, if you're fishing, that sort of thing, uh, ponder some thought, thoughts on, on taking a course. It can help you with your relationships with landowners. It can help you with uh, relationships with the people that you're working with or with that you're spending time in the outdoors with. Maybe you're a member of a camp or something, or you go on a canoe trip and nobody is a first aid uh, uh, giver. Maybe you could be one of those people that could uh, you know, help somebody in their time of need. So give it a lot of thought. And uh, I would certainly recommend myself uh, for you to take one of these courses. Kevin, anything else to add? Oh, indeed. I was in an environment, work-related, where I had to certify for first aid and CPR annually for quite a number of years. And I suppose that partly led to becoming an instructor. But I've never found a course to be a waste of time or a waste of resources or money. Each time round, to come with more confidence and, and certainly a better understanding how to recognize ailments that, that others may not and with that the confidence to deal with it effectively and and know that you can make a difference in somebody's life if it's ever needed has always been a boost uh certainly with a you know moderate risk in the workplace we've had some relatively serious incidents but they always got dealt with and dealt with confidently and and it's pretty nice to be able to accomplish that and feel good about the program one of these first aid courses to help you do that in the home environment or the outdoors I suppose another thing to keep in mind, you know, especially with the resuscitation programs, they say that uh, statistically you're going to be doing this on somebody that you care about and love. So good enough reason right there, I think, to ensure that you've got the skills necessary to be able to do what's needed done. Absolutely. I can think of an example of that myself. So thank you so much, uh, Kevin Coppins, uh, first aid trainer. Hunter Education and uh, Firearm Trainer as well, joining us today and giving us a little uh, bit of information on uh, on first aid and, and first aid in the outdoors. You have a great day, Randy. Thank you. The Angler and Hunter Radio Show has been brought to you by Yamaha. What kind of Yamaha are you? Angler and Hunter Radio is a production of the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters.
Please send your tall tales and comments to ahradio.ca. Don't forget, you can check out past episodes of Angler and Hunter Radio on the web or at wrbo.com.